Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon, and I'm going to be your host. Welcome. This is episode number 25, and today we're going to be talking about how to pick a workout style that is going to work for you, because not every workout style works for everybody, and there is quite a variety of workout styles, and... The punchline here is the workout style that you pick and the workout style that will ultimately work for you is going to be a combination of the goals that you have set for yourself and what works for you as an individual, meaning what do you like doing? What does your your vibe kind of jive with when it comes to a workout style? And we're going to talk all about that in a minute. But if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome, and I'm glad you're here. And if you're wondering what this is all about, I do encourage you to go back after this or pause this and go back and listen and come back to this or something. But uh, at some point, go and listen to episode number zero, the very first episode, the launch episode. It talks about all about who I am and what strength of body and mind really means. But a synopsis of that quick overview is... We talk about something that not enough people in the world put a lot of stock in, and that is the mind-body connection. So the strength of body and mind is really all about that. It's the combination of and the bridging of the mind and body. So through exercise and fitness and nutrition and making healthy decisions, we believe, and I built this thing around this whole concept, that your your mind gets nurtured from that type of activity in a way that leads to confidence and self-belief and self-worth and drive and motivation and internal inspiration. And what that does is then in turn drives you and drives us, drives people to be able to go out and continue to build all of those physical attributes and those physical characteristics and improve on your health and improve on your fitness and nutrition, which in turn, again, cycles back around and continues to feed and strengthen and develop the mind. And that cycle is something that it's real. It exists and not enough people have recognized it. Not enough people have been able to, to be educated on it to the point where they understand it. And so that's what we're doing here. That's what I'm trying to educate people on. And that's the type of thing I'm trying to bring awareness to. So strength of body and mind. That is what we're all about. Now, the podcast is set up uh, to air two episodes per week, once on Tuesday and once on Thursday. The Tuesday episode is more of a physical type of podcast in terms of content. So it's going to be mostly workout-based stuff, nutrition-based stuff, exercises, workout types, um, anything to do with the body. Okay. Uh, muscle group, you know, deep dives and, uh, tissue explanations and things like that. And then the Thursday episode is the 
whole mindset side. So a lot of uh, clarity and goal mapping and mindset uh, forming and architecting a methodology uh, to get yourself in the right place mentally to take on a big objective, things like that. So, um, you know, we kind of, we try, we try to get into the, the, the real specific nitty gritty type stuff you know, on both days. But uh, here today, what we're doing is we're talking about how to pick out a workout style that works for you. So uh, let's just jump right in. All right. So, you know, different workout styles. When I say that, what I'm talking about is uh, phrases that some of you probably heard like bodybuilding, right? Powerlifting, uh, calisthenics, which is a lot of working out with just your own body weight, you know, push-ups, pull-ups, things like that. Uh, total body, what I like to call a total body workout, um, hit, right? High intensity interval training, CrossFit, general exercise, which is another phrase that doesn't really mean anything specific, but it's what I like to use to describe, uh, just like someone who goes to the gym and just kind of does a little bit of everything. Um, and then, you know, like the OPT model, that's another example. And the OPT model, that's something that I've mentioned before. It stands for optimum performance training model. And that is, that's more of an academic type way of describing it. But what it stands for is, um, stability, strength, and power. It's, if you imagine a pyramid, um, most trainers will begin training somebody for the first time using uh, a model like the OPT model, which is stability, strength, and power. And they'll start them off working on stability and then move up to strength development and then ultimately move up to power, which is strength as a function of time. But that's just another, another workout style is following the OPT model. And if you follow the OPT model, you'll consistently work on stability and then strength and then power and then back to stability and then strength and then power over and over and over again. That is a workout style. So, you know, when I say workout styles, that's what I'm talking about. Now, how do you know what works for you? Because not everybody is going to be into powerlifting. They may not be interested in powerlifting, but also they might not have the right, uh, you know, the right, I guess it's a combination, the right mentality for powerlifting. And they might not have the right build for powerlifting or better yet, they may just not be interested in something like powerlifting. And that's all right. Uh, same goes for bodybuilding or calisthenic based stuff or CrossFit, right? CrossFit is a very specific niche type workout type, you know, it's a workout uh, style and that's definitely not for everybody. All of these things, all of these styles are not for everybody. They're for very specific types of people who resonate with that style. So which one will work for you? Well, again, you know, I did mention this earlier. It's going to come down to your goals. All of that's going to come down to your goals. Uh, it's also going to come down to having at least tried or tasted or looked at or experimented with a variety of different styles until you find the one you want. Okay. So let's talk about goals for a minute, right? Depending on what your goals are. So a lot of what I hear for goals and what I know a lot of people come up with as a goal, quote unquote goal, um, you know, it's kind of cliche, like lose weight, right? And when most people say lose weight, what they really mean is lose body fat, um, build muscle, uh, become more flexible. That's another one. Um, better cardio, right? Better cardiovascular capability, strength, lungs, 
uh, the, the ability to run or, or, or do something high endurance for a long time and not get winded, basically. Um, strength, building strength, overall strength, athletic capability. You know, when I say athletic capability, it's basically power, right? which strength is a function of time, which is really an athletic thing. So if you think about a football player, you know, every snap a football player is typically, you know, most positions require them to generate a ton of power, a ton of strength in a very, very, very short uh, period of time, like instantaneously. That's athletic strength, um, you know, and that's a goal. So anyway, aesthetics, right? Bodybuilding, uh, posing, that kind of stuff, you know, male model or female model type, you know, physique model based uh, goals. And then honestly, everything else is really just a spinoff of that. So if you think about a goal that I didn't just list, chances are it's, it's really just a, a, a branch that jumps right out of either one of those. And it's hard to say that a goal is a, a good goal or a bad goal, you know, or, or not appropriate, an inappropriate goal or, or an appropriate goal. It's really comes down to the person. It comes down to the person. It comes down to their experiences to date. And it comes down to what they think they want. And if they are truly not educated, then hopefully they have someone in their corner, like a coach or a trainer or some very knowledgeable person to help them pick out a goal. Sometimes finding out the goal is, is too much of a task for a, a beginner. And if that's the case, it's going to be almost impossible for them to really find a workout style that's going to work for them. I mean, I've met personally a lot of people, a lot of people, hundreds probably at this point, who have never they've never really stepped foot in the gym. They've never really worked out before. And they've never done that because the thought of that is so overwhelming. And the reason that it's so overwhelming is because they don't even know how to pick a goal. And so because they have no idea how to pick a goal, they don't have no idea what to do when they get to a gym or when they go to exercise or work out somewhere. And so it, it's hard enough just to pick a goal and then, or it's hard enough just to pick a, a type of exercise or training model that you want to follow. And it's even harder to pick a goal to, to get to that point. So it's really, this is a two-stage process. And again, it's, it's all about picking out your goals. So again, assuming that you have spent some time really dialing in on what your goals are and having a good, clear understanding of what they are. The next thing you need to really ask yourself before you jump right in to a workout style, uh, and you know I've thought about this for a long time, and I really do believe this, it's how serious are you about that goal? How serious of a goal is that to you? And I think about things like when people say they want to start a business or they want to like take on some crazy new skill or something. You know, a lot of times it's just a lot of talk. They get hyped up, they get pumped up, whether they're listening to a motivational speaker or they're watching an interview with someone that they have a lot of respect for or something like that, or they have someone in their life that is wildly successful at something very specific. And then all of a sudden, you know, that, that becomes contagious and people say, well, I know I'm gonna do this or I'm gonna do that, you know, but they're not really serious. So how serious are you about that goal? If you want to lose... Um, 70 pounds, 50 pounds. How serious are you about that? If you are already into weightlifting and you, for example, you want to add a hundred pounds to your squat, 
right? How serious are you about that? You know, and, and, and how serious you are about it and how much you believe it and how much you map your, uh, your, your actions to get there from here on out, that really all comes down to deep down inside, you know, what do you actually believe? How serious are you? It's one thing to say it and it's one thing to say you're going to do it, but it's another thing to actually believe it. So that's really important. And that's something that people think is bullshit, but it's actually very real. So for six straight years, when I was, uh, in like senior year in high school, all the way through my college career as an undergraduate, I kept saying all the time, like every three or four months, I would get really pumped up out of nowhere, really motivated that I was going to lose 50 pounds. Well, 50 became 60, became 70, became 80. Uh, so every time I, you know, a year went by or something, I kept having to add weight to that number. But ultimately, I kept saying that over and over and over again, I'm going to lose this weight and I'm going to lose this weight, but I was never serious. You know, I was never, I never really truly believed it deep down. And it's because I kept failing over and over and over again. So I was, you know, mentally I was at rock bottom. I had no self-belief, no confidence. And a lot of people are in that position and I'm truly empathetic because I've been there. I've done that and I understand it very, very, very well. So what it takes to actually crawl out of that is to have a, a serious approach to your goal. You know, it starts with the goal. If you can get to that point by yourself, great. But then it starts, uh, then it, you know, the next thing immediately once you have the goal is to actually truly believe it. All right. So, you know, that's, a, that's all a lot of the mentality stuff and the mindset behind all of this, but it drives everything. And once you, get that all squared away, get that all figured out, then, you know, you can actually start to work on it and get into the physical part of it. So the harder you want to work and the harder that you're willing to work towards that goal, because you now believe that you can get it and you're actually serious about it, the harder you're going to work, the more likely you're going to be likely you're going to be to succeed. Okay. That's definitely the truth. If you truly believe it and you're serious about it, and you actually work on it, then you're actually going to be able to be successful. All right. And chances are your goals are going to be able to be achieved or, or nearly achieved by doing the following. Okay. So this is a lot more of the specific, um, like detail. So we've, we've gotten, again, just a quick recap here. We've identified that we need to set a goal, right? We need to believe and be serious about the goal. Okay. Those are the two most important things. And then from here, it's trying to pick a workout style that's going to map to that goal. So again, uh, that's the recap. And, and all of what I'd say what most people's goals, like probably, I don't know, 90% of people's goals um, can be achieved or nearly achieved by doing the following. Okay. This is, it's really three things. One, strength training. Okay. Some sort of, and just, just hear me out. Some, some sort of bodybuilding and powerlifting combination, some sort of weightlifting basically that incorporates bodybuilding exercises and powerlifting exercises, a hybrid of the two. Uh, second thing, a combination of high intensity or, uh, interval training, hit training and, uh, low intensity, steady state training, lists training. 
list cardio. So that's two different forms of cardio, a combination of both of those. That's number two. Number three, and some this is supplementary accessory work, right? So just like real basic stuff on top of those other two things. So I'm going to break those down, okay? Strength training. Um, you know, I mentioned that. That was number one. So bodybuilding, powerlifting, a combination of the two. Uh, there's a lot of weird stigma around the word bodybuilding and powerlifting for that matter, but bodybuilding. When people think bodybuilder, they think uh, like a competing professional bodybuilder, years and years of steroids uh, is so big that they can't fit into regular clothes, bought at a regular store. And that's for some, like, that's just the, the thing that comes to mind. When people think bodybuilder in general, that's what they think. And unfortunately that's the case, because, but it's actually not true. Obviously um, what bodybuilding really is, is people who train in the gym uh, really, really, really hard. And they are sculpting their muscle groups by training certain things. They do a lot of isolation exercises. They do a lot of strength building exercises and their end game, their end result is to have definition and size. Their, their goal is not to be the strongest person in the world. Their goal is not to be the most athletic person in the world. Their goal is to be uh, usually pretty big, have big muscle groups, right? Not necessarily like professional steroid looking muscle groups, but just big, you know, bigger than your average person. And also a lot of definition, usually a lot of vascularity, uh, good symmetry, you know, aesthetics is an art and, um, and uh, not enough people really understand it because it's, it's a small tight knit group of people in the world. It's really not that big. And, um, that's, that's bodybuilding. Okay. But it requires a lot of weightlifting and a lot of very specific isolation weightlifting and then powerlifting also has a lot of stigma around it. People typically only picture the guys that compete in like the world's strongest man as powerlifters. And that's just not the truth. Uh, powerlifters, a lot of times, some of the strongest people, you know, that you know, or that you have interacted with that are powerlifters, you would never know, right? They just look like a normal kind of in shape person. Powerlifting is a, that's another really specific target niche thing. And to do powerlifting well, you don't have to have a bodybuilder's physique. So a lot of people don't have a bodybuilder's physique, but they also don't have to be like 200 pounds overweight either. Like the, the guys, the world's strongest man guys. A lot of times powerlifters just look like your average Joe, maybe just, you know, a little bit bigger, but you know, they don't look like powerlifters, but here's what powerlifters have. They have strength. All right. Now, if you've heard this podcast before, you've heard me say that strength is a function of muscle mass and muscle mass is a function of strength. You can't have one without the other. Um, where that really, really occurs is muscle mass. It does not exist without strength. So what do you get when you combine bodybuilding, which is all about sculpting and toning and definition and vascularity and muscle size. You combine that with powerlifting, which is strength and power, okay, the ability to be strong and the ability to be powerful, but also to build more muscle because you are building your strength. When you combine those two, you also will see that the strength developed from powerlifting will 
literally affect 100% of what you do on the bodybuilding side. And as a result, because you're stronger, you're going to see better results. So if you are stronger because you've been doing powerlifting lifts and you go to do a lot of like a bodybuilding workout, you're going to be able to lift more weight throughout all of those bodybuilding exercises. And as a result of that, your muscles are going to grow and become more defined and you'll become you know, more chiseled and more vascular uh, because you're lifting more weight. You're, you're progressively overloading your body by doing that, which is another thing I talk about a lot, progressive overload. So that is by far the most important thing that will get the majority of people a lot of the results that they want. There's a combination of bodybuilding and powerlifting exercises. Okay, number two, hit and list cardio, high intensity interval training and low intensity steady state. The reason that I have a combination of these two things is because very few people need to do hit cardio often. It's great for building stamina. It's great for building your lungs. It's great for burning fat. Okay, it's amazing for burning fat. The problem is hit cardio will absolutely demolish you if you do it too much. The majority of people. There are obviously your athletic types that can do it every day or every other day and they love it and you know their body's conditioned for it. But for most people, one to two times a week of doing HIIT cardio is enough combined with you know another couple sessions of list cardio, low intensity, steady state. So a much longer period of time. You know, hit cardio you might do for 10 or 15 or 20 minutes. List cardio you might do for 30, 45, or 60 minutes. And the combination of those two things, which again, you know, this is a this is an accessory piece to the whole thing. I still think that bodybuilding and powerlifting exercises govern everything. But in terms of cardio, if you add this cardio to your strength and your bodybuilding powerlifting routine, uh, most people will see a dramatic body fat uh, result, body fat lowering result uh, by doing this. And then the third thing is supplementary and accessory work. And this, these are in order of importance, guys, from most to least. So this third one here is supplementary accessory work. This, this is really for just rounding out uh, the little details that aren't hit by doing bodybuilding and powerlifting exercises and certainly not hit by doing any cardio at all. Supplementary accessory work would be like very specific exercises to hit very specific muscle groups that are like supporting muscle groups or synergistic muscle groups that are used in major power lifts or major heavy bodybuilding lifts. And, um, you know, they just kind of round everything out. But I truly believe that by doing the combination of those things, right, you know, you will see the majority of people will see what they want to get out of this whole thing, you know, which is, you know, some sort of physique change, um, usually adding muscle, lowering body fat, becoming stronger, um, having a better physique, right? I mean, I, honestly, I think, <laughs> I think most people really just want to look good naked. Like I, th- I thought about that not that long ago. I was like, you know, <laughs> I think people just, they don't, they, they, they can't, they come up with this long winded, you know, textbook academic way of saying their goals when you start talking to people for the first time and they, they want to, I want to lose 35 pounds and I want to put on muscle and I want to do this and that. And I want to go down a few dress sizes or a few waist sizes or something. 
But at the end of the day, what they're really saying is they want to look good naked. They want to look in the mirror and love what they see. And everybody should. I think everybody should love what they see. And everybody should want to love what they see. But that that's that's really the goal. And if that is the goal for you, then you know, what does that mean? You know, what what does it mean to you to look good naked? Or what does it mean to you to look like something that you want to see when you look in the mirror? For some people, that is, I want, you know, I want to, this, you know, this person might want uh, ridiculously big muscles. They might want like bodybuilding, competing bodybuilding looking muscles or competing bodybuilding looking physique. For some people, it may be, oh, I want to be really, you know, thin, but, but just like really toned for other, you know, everyone has their own thing, right? Some people want to be ridiculous. I've met people that just want to be super skinny and like, you know, girls that want to be a size one. And I don't understand women's sizes very much. Um, you know, but there's some women that just, they, they want to be super skinny and, uh, you know, then muscular, but just skinny. Anyway, everyone has their own goal and, you know, you can't judge someone else's goal. It is what it is. It's what they want. And, you know, but I think in general, since you're listening to the strength of body and mind podcast, and we're all about fitness and health and nutrition and and all that stuff here, I think it really comes down to what I just mentioned. So I'll just recap it again. A a combination of strength training, aka uh, powerlifting and bodybuilding exercises. I think that'll, that'll be the number one driver for the majority of people to get to where they're trying to go. And the second thing is a combination of hit and list cardio, high intensity interval training cardio and low intensity steady state cardio. And then the third thing is supplementary work. All right. And I just, I do want to elaborate that because I didn't do that earlier. The supplementary work, what I'm really talking about are little things like, um, I'm just going to rattle off some exercises that I consider accessory exercises. And that would be like standing lat pull downs for your back, um, which is a low weight thing. Uh, maybe like reverse curls, which hits a part of your biceps and a little bit of your forearms. Um, basically a lot of cable work. So a lot of, um, a lot of, of lifts, I'll call them lifts, but movements, weighted movements on a cable type machine with a pulley. Uh, a lot of those are what I consider accessory works. They're certainly not compound lifts and, um, most of them are upper body lifts. So it's some sort of shoulder or chest based or back or arm based lift. And you're, what you're doing by doing that is you're, you're rounding out all the little details that the compound lifts couldn't quite take care of. So guys, I can't stress enough how important it is that you find a style based around the goal that you have. Now, I know I talked a lot about bodybuilding and powerlifting and strength training and certain types of cardio in this episode, but it's very important that you figure out what your goal is first, all right? And that goal better be something that you believe deep down and you're very serious about and you actually mean it. And then once you have that goal, then you start training towards that goal. You know, so again, if your goal is size and muscle density and uh, losing body fat, then what I mentioned for bodybuilding and powerlifting and some cardio and some supplementary work is probably going to get you there. Okay. And, but, and the reason I even said all that, the reason, the reason I carved all that out in details, because that is what I hear most from most people 
that is the goal set, the generic goal set that I hear from most people is I want to lose weight. I want to put on muscle and I want to have a good body and I want to lose some weight, like a waist size, you know, that kind of stuff. And that kind of stuff is achieved by exactly what I just described. If your goal is very different, then, you know, that plan probably won't fit like to a T. So it's very important that you have that goal identified before you start training. And then when you start training, you know, you give a certain workout style a good three to six to nine months before you completely abandon it. You really test it. You really make sure that you're giving it a full, like comprehensive attempt to, to, to get everything out of what it can offer you before you change. But once you experience that workout style, you'll know just because you're doing it, you'll know how your body's reacting and you know, you'll know if your body's growing and developing in the direction that you want it to. So it's important that you test and experience and taste all of these styles. And once you have a style that is continuing to work for you after three months, six months, nine months, then you know that you go all in on that mode right? You go all in on that methodology because that is what is obviously working for you. And while I believe that most workout styles affect everybody the same way, that's definitely not true mentally. Some people absolutely hate powerlifting, but what they really want deep down is to be stronger, right? That's a conundrum, dude. How do you even get to the point where you're making progress on your goal. If you hate the mere act of doing the thing that gets you there, all right, that's a really tricky one. Uh, but it does happen. It does happen. So not every workout style is set up for people for, for every person mentally, you know, not every person can, can just jump right into a workout style and love it. So, you know, that's another, another element that's really hard to measure and even more difficult to predict is what workout style is going to work for you. It's going to jive with your personality. It's going to work for uh, your mentality, right? So that's another factor. But before you even get there, right, I wouldn't even think about that. I would just think about the goal and then whether or not I'm serious about the goal and then go into a workout style that maps to that goal. Now, if you have your goal and you are very serious about it and you understand it and you're all in on it, but you don't know what workout style to go with in order to get to that goal, which is perfectly understandable. That is where a coach or a trainer plays a massive role and can absolutely help you create the right strategy to get there. So, you know, that would be the point where I'd say, okay, you know, now you need to talk to somebody that knows exactly how to take that goal and create a plan around that. So, there's a million trainers out there too. So how do you find the right trainer or the right coach? You know, do you have experience in the gym? Are you already familiar with everything and you just need someone to help you put a plan together? All these questions are things that come up and they're perfectly understandable and reasonable. And if you need help and you need guidance, picking the right strategy or, or advice on whether or not you should go with a coach or a trainer, feel free to email me. I would be more than happy to help you out with that, you know, or hit me up on social, my email and social contacts and everything will be in the show notes. Um, I'd be more than happy to, to help you create a plan. And this isn't, you know, this isn't a, a right hook here. I'm not trying to sell you anything, but I'd be more than happy to help you, you know, get to 
at least a point where you're comfortable moving forward. Okay. And from there, you know, you can decide what to do. Uh, but it all starts with that goal. So I just want to circle back around again and focus on that. It all starts with that goal. What is your goal? What is your goal? If you're not totally sure, that's got to be the focal point. There's no sense in doing anything blind without purpose. You got to have that goal. So uh, listen, I'm going to wrap it up here. If you guys got value out of this at all, please share this with a like-minded friend and go ahead and leave me a review on iTunes. It would mean the world to me. So that's it, guys. Make sure you have those goals. They're identified. They're crystal clear. You understand them. And most importantly, you believe in them 110% and you're ready to go all in. All right, that's it, guys. I will talk to you in the next episode. Take care.